website, ojtooks.com. That is O-J-T as in Tom, O-K as in Kite, S as in Steve.com, ojtooks.com. Welcome again to the While You Are Single podcast and enjoy the show. Here is OJ Tokes. Hello, welcome again to another edition of the While You Are Single podcast. I'm glad that you joined the program again this week. If you happen to be in the Houston area on March the 20th, I'd like to invite you to join us for one of our While You Are Single services, which will be taking place in Library 100 in Houston Baptist University. 7.45 p.m. is a Friday night. On March the 20th, 7.45 p.m., Library 100 in Houston Baptist University. I invite you to join us. We're going to have a great time. We'll be talking about from closed doors to open doors, and I'll be addressing how God uses a closed door as an open door to something or someone else better for you. So hope you can join us. You can bring a friend as well. If you'd like more information about this, I encourage you to go to wildyouaresingle.com org and get more information about that well i'm excited to start a new series this week as a matter of fact last month in one of our while you're single service actually the first service for this year where we happen to be a year old while you're single is a year old and the first service this year which took place last month the day before valentine's day i addressed the message titled lord it's 2015 and i still haven't found my mate what is the deal that was the title of the message and i shared some things that was a blessing it was an eye opener to a lot of people and it's my pleasure to share that with you for the next few weeks on what the deal is so i hope you enjoy it here is the beginning of lord it's 2015 and i still haven't found my mate yet what is the deal so enjoy father god we just thank you for everyone that is here tonight lord we thank you for your presence here, and we're here to just hear from you, Father God. We ask that you open our hearts to heed your word, open our ears to hear your word, open our eyes to perceive your word, open our minds to understand your word, Father God. And I pray that not only do you speak to us and we hear, but we'll put your word into practice. We come against any spiritual force that will try to hold back, inhibit, or interrupt anyone from receiving from you tonight, Father God. Thank you in advance for how you're going to impact us tonight. And all this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Some of you may have heard of the research that was done by some male and female researchers. They were trying to figure out how to describe computers. The male researchers argued that computers should be described as female. The female researchers argued that computers should be described as male. The male researchers gave three reasons why computers should be described as female. Number one, nobody understands their internal logic except their maker. Number two, even small mistakes are stored for long-term memory. (laughs) And number three, the minute you invest in one, you spend half of your paycheck buying accessories. 
the female researchers argued and said, no, computers should be described as male. And they gave three reasons why. Number one, the only way you can get their attention is to turn them on. <laughs> Number two, they are supposed to be fixing problems, but half the time, they are the problem. <laughs> and number three, the minute you invest in one, you discover that had you waited a little bit longer, you will have gotten a better model. It goes back to the male-female thing. Tonight, I just want to encourage you guys tonight. I just want to just build you up. I know that some, if not all, um, want to get married. And my wife and I know what it was like, feeling like it's taking too long. I don't have the answers any better than you guys do. But God knows all. And our job is to trust God and not lean on what we think we know. I want to encourage you guys to keep trusting God. The bottom line is, it's either it's not the right time or some adjustments need to be made. Either way, when we're honest and let God have his way in our lives, rest assured that God would take care of you. So I want us to look at a couple of things in Scripture to get some idea of how God flows. In Scripture... More often than not, there are a couple of individuals that we look at. There are a few individuals in the scripture that we have some idea, some information on how God put them together. Adam and Eve, Isaac and Rebecca, Boaz and Ruth. More often than not, when I address relationships, which I love to talk about, I look at those individuals and look at their stories and get nuggets from their stories. So we're going to start in Genesis chapter 2. This is for everybody, but I want to encourage the guys first with this one. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, the Bible says, God put the man in the Garden of Eden, the Amplified Version says, to tend, to guard, and to keep it. He put the man in the Garden of Eden to tend, to guard, and to keep it. That's when it occurred to me that women are like gardens. They need to be tended, guarded, and kept. So gentlemen, if you want to eat the fruit of your garden, we are encouraged to water them with affection, fertilize them with love, Help them uproot any weeds of insecurity. When we do things like that, we can be like the man in Proverbs 27, verse 18. Proverbs 27, 18. He who guards or cares for the fig tree will eat its fruit. And the Amplified Version says, the person that patiently and faithfully 
honors his master will be honored or takes care of his master will be honored. And a lot of happily married men have said the wife is the boss. So that's just a little nugget for the fellas. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 18 and 20, the Bible says in verse 18, God says, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper. Meet for him. That's the King James Version. God did not say, I'm going to make him a helper, period. He said, I will make him a helper, meet for him. King James Version. New King James says, I will make him a helper comparable to him. The NIV and the NASB says, I will make him a helper suitable for him. The New Living Translation, NLT version says, I will make him a helper just right for him. The Amplified version says, I will make him a helper suitable, adapted, complementary to him. Here is my point. Sometimes you meet people that they're just not right. You know that. They don't serve God. And if they do, they're not authentic. They don't walk in integrity. It's clear. But sometimes, perhaps some of you have experienced this. You've met people that they are right. They love God. They pray. They have good character. Either you try to get in a relationship with them and they turn you down or you actually had a relationship with them, but it didn't work out. And you are left to wonder what's wrong, what's happening. It's probably because although they are right, they are not right for you. They are right, but they are not suitable for you. They are right, but they are not adapted, complementary to you. God wants to give you someone that fits you, not someone that just gives you fits. <laughs> so have that in mind. The other thing that hit me was that God says something twice. And that's when I discovered, perhaps contrary to popular belief, God does not set everybody up. God does not set everybody up. Then the question is, what kind of person does God set up? He said it in verse 18 of Genesis 2 and verse 20, Genesis 2. He said, I will make him a helper. Then in Genesis 2, 20, he says, but for Adam, there was no found a helper. I'm like, I think God is trying to say something here. It didn't say, I will make him a woman. I will make him a female. I will make him a wife. But he specified the kind of female, the kind of woman, the kind of wife. He said, a helper. Now, Vegas can set everybody up. But Jesus only sets up helpers. So if you're not a helper, I want to encourage you to ask God to help you become a helper. Because once you're a helper, you're a prime candidate for God to set you up. 
God only sets up helpers. The Hebrew word translated as helper is ezer. Take note of that word, ezer. I believe the significance of a helper is connected to another helper in the New Testament. Now I want to address this real quick. There's a mindset, and we've heard it a lot when you hear about relationships, about the woman helping the man, which is true. She is supposed to help her husband. Let me say that again. She is supposed to help her husband, not just any man. The obligation is to her husband, not just any man. However, the man is supposed to help his wife too. How do you know? I said, well, first and foremost, God said, I will make my helper comparable to him. Well, if God is making a helper comparable to him or suitable for him or similar to him or compatible with him, that means he was a helper too. Not only that, when God created a helper, how did he do it? He used Adam to create the helper, which means Adam must have been a helper for her to be a helper. Adam had the DNA of help for him to use to make another helper. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out O.J. Tokes' Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which O.J. Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.